somewhat serious. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple things. What? What do you want? And I'm Sydney, the dog that fucking whines. Oh, bubbers. And uh, we're gonna get into format here in a minute, talking about two things that we have uh, researched, teaching one another. But first, like do the pit and the peak. I could easily think of pits, but couldn't think of any peaks. So Dave, hit us with a peak, bro. <clears throat> um, I mean, overall, life's been pretty good recently. I know it's kind of bland, but um, yeah, I got I just I got off work tomorrow. Um, I played well, played some pickup basketball yesterday i think i played pretty well i was happy with that yeah for you i slept pretty okay rude <laughs> i slept pretty good last night um listened to some old school lil wayne yesterday gave me some nostalgia that was probably the, the peak of the peak but uh yeah overall life's been pretty good so you can't complain it's yeah it's a little bland but i mean mm-hmm. i could complain sure yeah, but nobody fucking but, cares. And I'm excited for Days Gone to come out tomorrow. It's been getting some mixed reviews coming out immediately, but I'm still excited for it. I'm holding out hope. I'm still going to get it. what else are you excited for tomorrow? I'm also excited for to go see Trevor Noah with my boy Chris, my Ooh, co-host ee, here. My guy. So, down in the Fox, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah so, that should be tight. Tomorrow will be a good day for me. So oh, how bad does your life suck? Show me some, show me some pits. All right, bro. I'm just going to shoot you straight. My pit is uh, just the comment section of essentially everything. Oh, I thought you meant of our podcast. I was like, do we even have followers to to? No one's actually commented, <laughs> but it's not the point, right? No, but I was, this kind of spawned from, I was showing a video in class about talking about the rise of fascism in Europe, as you, I'm sure, are familiar oh, with. Oh, yes, of course. And we're talking about uh, Benito Mussolini, and they're making this uh, this video that they show. It's a good video, right? So it makes some references to the rise of fascism in general, and so it makes connections between Mussolini and Hitler. And then I just happened to scroll down, like after this, like we just had like a little journal entry on it, and I scroll down, and I like read the comments, and like some of them are just like Nazism and fascism are not the same, and you know what? They're they're right to an extent, but like it's just like a flame war. On every single post of every single thing. And that's just what made me think of it. But like, oh my gosh, dude. You ever mean a flame war? Just like people going back and forth. Oh, like, nonstop bullshit. Yeah, like, well, the characteristics, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's such a waste of time. People have no evidence to what they're posting, so. Even in politics, they don't matter anymore. They still yep. manage to find a way to fight over it endlessly. Or does it matter? But, another <laughs> story. Uh... Yeah, so, just like the Facebook section too, like, it's just, it's insane. People are so ignorant, and the comment section just, like, furthers that ignorance. Yeah, I don't know, that's pretty pit of you. Overall people in general, ignorance. People's ignorance. Yeah. I'm going to give you one more example, just because it's hilarious. Hit me. They, this was a post that was going around a while on Facebook, and... They, uh, it was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi from... <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. That's yeah, funny Obi-Wan shit. Obi-Wan Kenobi you know. from, uh, the, the Phantom Menace. Right? I can't think of the, the actor's name. It's like... Ewan McGregor. Nice. And it's like him with, like, his Jedi robe on. And it's like, I bet you won't share this picture of Jesus Christ. And, like, everyone shares it. And, like, I look at the comments, like, amen, amen. Like, 25 amens in a row, and then one, one person being like... You know, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> from whatever. And, like, but, like, no one even, I guess props them, no one even bothers to read the comments to debunk the fact that they're sharing a picture of a fictional character. Yeah. Oh, but. That's actually fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. It's it's just ignorance at its finest. But um, if you shared that, I don't, I'm not here to hate on you. I just think that you should do maybe a little more research uh, before you commit to that. And preach your beliefs. Or don't. Uh, Fuck uh, it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, who cares? So so with this, oh, who... Are you good? I mean, I'm not good. Unless, so how many, many pits you got, dude? I don't want you to fall into so a depression. So let me tell you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I've said my piece. 
All right. So do we want to, uh, do you want to start with us today or do you want me to start today? I kind of want you to start. Okay. If I'm ready. Okay. So last week, uh, I know all you guys that are listening right now, definitely listen last week. I know you guys are huge, huge following. Yes. We got a, a cult going on. So... We tried to keep it a little bit lighter this week, or at least we said we were going to. Mm-hmm. I tried. Um, and Failed. I think I did. Uh, this was a topic suggested to me, and I took it, and I was super excited about it. Nice. So, and this was, now I don't know how, how much, you know, you guys know about this topic or don't know about this topic. I don't know how much I'll be teaching you today, but I'm excited to talk about the XFL. Okay, I know a little bit. Sure. Not sure. a lot, right? Most but of the population I, does know, I know what it about is. The XFL. Yes. yes. So, for those of you that don't, uh, the XFL was a professional football league in 01. So, that was the first year that it originated. A man by the name of Vince McMahon made it. Heard of him. And, um, yeah, it was a joint venture between the World Wrestling Federation, not to be confused with the WWE. Mm, WWF. Correct. WWE Raw. So they went with NBC in 01, and they did one season. Yeah. I wonder why, but uh, I quickly want to just comment that this, quite frankly, might be one of the most American things of all time, a partnership between football and wrestling. Take two of them, the most just like, folk, yeah, bro, <laughs> smash them up, combine them. Literally all the things I was researching when I'd see online, it'd be like tweets, be like, only rule for XFL is like you need to have this amount of testosterone to play and <laughs> shit like that. So to pass yes. the physical. So uh, their season began directly after the NFL's Super Bowl. So the week after the Super Bowl ended, they wanted to capture that audience. Yeah, keep it rolling. People, yeah, people that were looking for the hype, you know, looking that for sense. that more football. So they were looking for that spring session when it's kind of. Their plan was that dead time. Yeah, it's a dead period. I mean? Like in that spring area. So they wanted to do that. So they did that. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, was, uh, so professional wrestling, um, they tried to incorporate a bunch of things from professional wrestling. Um, and then obviously they had all of the very suggestively dressed cheerleaders, as they yeah. said online, you mm-hmm. know. So it's a very, like we said, testosterone based sport right trying to involve less rules you know more injuries Violence. i guess not more injuries but you know yeah, alluding injuries. to that in in the end you know because try to get fewer rules rougher play um than the actual leagues yeah so i mean i know a little bit about this um and one of the things that i had heard about and i don't want to steal like your content but um did you do anything about the coin toss uh, I, I, I did a little bit, yes. So I, I, I did not put it in here, though, but I will try to expand on what you're saying. So I believe, um, not to spoil, again, content, spoil but, it. Um, they won't be doing this later, but I think in the past, they used to do, they would put the ball at the 50-yard line and blow the whistle for the instead of a coin toss. They would line up two people from the opposite teams Put the ball at like the fifty or the twenty five or whatever. Whatever it is. Like blow the whistle and just whoever went and got the ball as quick as they could. Right. Wrestle for it. Right. That's who got to decide whether they were on offense or defense or received or kicked off. Yeah. And I mean obviously we're talking about similar athletes. So they would get there at roughly the same time and then just like knock each other out. Like people were legit getting hurt in the coin toss. Prior to the game, arguably. Rich Trout always says like, Oh yeah, he got hurt in the coin toss, making a joke that He's so fragile. <laughs> but no, people were legit getting hurt in the coin toss. It's just like not a recipe for player safety or success. Funny you say that, though, because I was on XFL's official website. Oh, okay. And I went to their FAQs because I was a little curious on, you know, what are the FAQs? <laughs> Who is writing into the XFL? Who the fuck has a frequently asked question <laughs> about the XFL? <laughs> Uh, and one of them was like, oh, is the XFL concerned with player safety? And I was like, oh, this would be good. So I clicked on it. And of course, you know, CYA, extremely cautious about player safety. You know, we, you know, realize it's a contact sport and we're going to take it to the next level. Yeah. So, all right. Well, then shut down the league if that is actually your concern. Because well, 
I mean, essentially, their their like premise was like less rules, right? fewer like, rules to encourage rougher play. In O one though, this is that's out of the O one game. Why do you keep saying in O one? Because it started and ended in O one. <laughs> yes, they have one season. Dangers. The Los Angeles Extreme. Let's fucking go. Won the league. <laughs> so, um, Vince McMahon, though, as I said, they ended in 01. Vince McMahon maintained control of the XFL brand after the league ceased operations Shut in 01. Down. Um, and on January 25th of 2018, announced the return of the XFL in 2020. Oh, I did not hear about this. Really? No, I did not. Yeah, they're coming back in Maybe 2020, baby. February 2020, XFL is coming back. No way. Yeah. Which, like, is, is like, sad to say, but, like, I'd probably put it on in the background. I, 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 again, I don't really watch TV, like, ever, but I still have it in the background, like, if I'm cleaning the house or doing something, right? So, like, I put it on in the background. Right. I mean, like, I, at the end of the day, I can... I can say that I'm against, as I am, against violence and, and, and injuries and stuff like that. Sure. No, but really. an aggressive football league, I mean, like, I'm not going to not watch a game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to watch one, you know, see what it's about, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. And to further that point, in 01, NBC's viewer ratings were, like, through the roof. Like, their first game was, like... Astro- oh, of XFL? Like, yeah, of XFL in 01. They were like, oh, shit, we didn't think this many people watch it. And then it just drastically plummeted. But why? Do we have, do we know why I don't know, people stop giving yeah. a shit? I don't know. No. I think probably the same reason I did, because they turn it on and be like, like oh, I'll see what like, this about. might be cool. And then it was like I, lame. Yeah. And they were like, all right. I think for the most I, I don't know this again, I'm guessing here. I think in part, like it's just not good football. Well, that was another thing is that right. the games were slower, the athletes were less, you know, obviously right. talented like if you, than the you, ones in the NFL. If you were good enough to make an NFL you would, you would go to the, the NFL. NFL. Exactly. Yeah. So that brings me to my next point. So they're, they are reinitiating it in 2020. So now, in back in 01, or back in 2000, actually, October 28th to October 30th, they had a draft. October 28th to October 30th. In 2000, they had a draft for the 01 league. Right. Okay. And that was the only draft. It was a three-day period. And I... I I I seen the number, but I didn't write it down. But it was like some hundreds of players entered, and there was only eight teams with like a forty-five man roster. Eight teams. Eight. Yes. Shorter season, less games. Teams. Wow. Eight. Eight. Whoa. <laughs> so smaller roster, a little bit. Only eight teams. Right. They did one draft. Right. And from I don't know any of the players that were in it. Well, no kidding. Obviously, but like I'm saying, like recruitment then, like what did you have? Who were these guys? Were they just yeah guys off the street? Were they like people who failed out in the NFL? Were they you know college players who couldn't make it? I mean, because you think about like obviously guys who are not good enough that played college ball, right? Like D one college ball and couldn't make it in the NFL. That does not mean that they're still like a wild athlete. Like you know what I mean? Right. So. There's plenty of talent out there, right? Yeah. Sure. But I was thinking just like as compared to then, so they had their, their recruitment, their draft or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know when they're going to have their draft for the 2020 season. Can't wait. I couldn't find it. But like, I feel like recruitment today like would be a lot easier like than recruitment then. Right. Just because A, again, like the NFL is probably bigger now. I, I guess I don't know that. But... Like, there's more college players that are, like, I think, trying to make it. You know what I mean? It's just, like, seems like a bigger all, like, overall audience that's going to come in and be like, all right, I can make it in the NFL. All right, I can't make it in the NFL, XFL. Or, like... Yeah, if you if you made it, or if it became kind of what, like, playing overseas is... Like a D-League. Like a D-League, or, yeah. like, or I guess now is the G-League. Sure. Right, for the NBA, then it would be like, a, okay, you go play... Yeah, yeah, if you go play a year in the XFL and or something they, like that. And I did look that up as well. Oh, is shit. that can you transfer from the XFL to the NFL? And you can't. They said, yeah, contracts can be signed, whatever, sure, sign division. Hmm. See, now that, see, that would be, a, to me, a sustainable business model because then you have a, be, uh, you know, again, I think a plethora of players who are like, yo, I can make it 
I just need my chance or whatever. But the issue is, your chance, you're going to get a broken neck. You're going to die in the XFL before you make it to the NFL because it's such a brutal game. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. obviously I don't know that because I've never fucking seen a game. But <laughs> the premise of XFL, XFL is that exactly. So Right. I think, too, like, well, first of all, the most famous XFL player of all time, he hate me. He hate me. Don't know his real name. That was his. He was shifty. I don't know that they're gonna have made up names, or I mean. Well, then I won't watch. I refuse. Fuck. (laughs) The Nick Dave's what made it. Yeah, I do know the um, one. The point I was thinking of when you were kind of bringing that up, circa two thousand one, right? So that they had like the cheerleaders and stuff like that. And I know that the like one of the things they encouraged was like essentially players and cheerleaders to like have relations. Really? Yeah, which is just like wild, right? It's just like very weird. Yeah. Just not good at all. And like like you said, like scandally clothes. Like it's just like just like the Yeah, antithesis of like testosterone. Mm-hmm. And, and like that just should not and will not fly in two thousand twenty, right? Or two thousand nineteen. Like it's just like uh, Right. It's like no. the total opposite way that the culture and society is going. And like they're trying to like all right, let's send it in 2020. It's like, it's not going that way to begin with. Like, the longer you wait, the more fucked you are. But, like, I don't know. I mean... I mean, you talk about, like, you know, UFC. Like, that's, like, the most brutal sport. Yeah. But, like, it's it's popular, but it's not that popular. It's definitely... Right. It doesn't have shit on the NFL. Yeah. But, I mean, I think the UFC does a good job of, like, trying to keep the violence to a minimum if that makes any fucking sense like obviously the khabib and mcgregor thing does not help my case in that point but i think that yeah you know the violence is at least like all right you tap out you know you do that like the ref tries to stop it like it's a big deal yeah the officials i think are are good right some like where i think at the xfl at least in 01 obviously i cannot speak for 2020 but at least in 01 i think it was just like an all-out fucking brawl all the time, you know, like yeah. that was the point of it. So that's why it didn't succeed, or I don't know exactly why, but I know maybe that contributed. Yeah, to I it. don't know like the ins and outs of it. That's for sure. But I know they had some problems. Like they had like a blackout, like where like they ran out of fuel or something in the yeah. generators or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And like they couldn't. The you know, it was just again. I I think there's just so many things like going. Uh, I don't want to say against it, but it's just. It's hard to compete. The The one thing that, that I, I do want to bring up that made me kind of think of this was it's very hard. It's damn near impossible to compete with the major, you know, with the NBA, with the NFL, the MLB, right? All like the major national blank, blank league, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And uh, I recently talked to, uh, seen something about um, like the three on three, like the big three, right? Sure. So Ice Cube. Yep. Ice Cube ball, you're yeah, talking about basketball, you're talking about three, right? And like it's doing decent, right? Like it's it's doing realistically, s- it is semi decent. Um, you know, I've seen a couple. I know, like some. You know, I mean, they sell tickets. Bottom line, they sell tickets. Mm-hmm. And the point that I think it was Jalen Rose that I was uh, like, like listening to a podcast, or, or I don't even remember what it was, but he was basically like saying. You want to know why the big three is one of the only successful like sports that's competing is because we know those guys, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit, uh, Amari Stoudemire. I haven't heard his name in a right, while, yeah, right? Or Jason no, Williams. Yeah, yeah. Jason Williams uh, and and all these like guys that sure, you sure, sure. knew at once, right? So it's kind of like that player that that recognition. Yeah, like, oh, okay, yeah, it, like I, sure. I'll check it out, right? I remember so and so used a ball, like whatever, right. like it. You know, that, that player recognition is really, really big. And, you know, when you take a sport like NASCAR, you know, like it's not really about the racing as much as it is the drivers. Like you have your favorite driver, you know, and then yeah, like that's a good point. You're, you're, you're rooting them on type mm-hmm, of thing. Sure. You know, it's not like, oh, man, I don't care who wins. Right. I just want a good race. Yeah, you do. Right. So to lead into that is the more research that I was doing, I kept coming across this name. This name for XFL that they really want to get. Now, who in the world would you think that they would really want to get for XFL that doesn't play in the NFL anymore, but is pretty young? Pretty young. Doesn't play in the NFL. Used to. Just kidding. He does still. 
Um, they're hype about him still. I lied. I thought, whatever. Fuck it. Johnny Manziel. They want to get Johnny in the XFL. He's not in the NFL. You're right. He's not. He's in the CFL. Here he was in the CFL. I'm flipping. He's, he's been bounced around. Right. Right. He still plays. They want to get Johnny in the XFL bad. I mean, but he's perfect. I was about he's to say, fucking he, perfect he's the for the XFL. Of, of, you know, like vibes off that shit. Right. Money Manziel, dude. Right. And Everything were, is working out for Money Manziel. Wow. <laughs> and wouldn't that be that would be such a hit for them? Like that would that would bring so much of the NFL population towards the XFL. He would be such a hype man for the XFL. He would. He's about the perfect personality to buy into that culture. Mm-hmm. No offense, Johnny. Sorry. Sorry, bro. And to hype that up. And, like, honestly, like, but like I would fall victim to it, too. You know, if I was like, oh, dude, Los Angeles extremists starting Johnny at quarterback, like, fuck it, I'll turn it on. You know, right. like, I don't oh, yeah. viewer. Well, I mean, you can talk about, like, when he played in the CFL. I don't even know what the CFL is. Like... The fuck I don't know. I think uh, it might be like Canadian, and I could be totally guessing. Well, they just no shut idea. down the A A at the Arena Football League. No, it's like the American. Oh, that might be it. Associated Football no League or something like that. I don't know. My boy C Wes was talking about it the other day, and I, I couldn't keep up with him. But the, the the bottom line is right. I've seen like three highlights of Johnny Manziel on Sports Center, and like, when's the last time they showed a highlight from anything except for the NFL? Never. Right. So. It, he That's alone draws that, you know, that, that publicity. The media, so, yeah. Right, right you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what was the one, oh, it was the uh, Arena Football League, right? The AFL was the arena where they would play, where the sidelines were the... Yeah, or like the... The stands. Barriers yeah. or whatever. They, they like the foam over the barriers. Yeah, like you, but as long as you but catch it bounds. Right. Is it? I think so. I don't know if it is. I think it is. And I think, well, because I think it was the, the AA... F or AFL or something like that. It's like it wild scoring. It wasn't like the it wasn't the arena though. It was something like the American Associated Football or some shit. I don't fucking know. I just looked it up and Chris just talked to me about it. Whatever. But that just shut down like a week ago. Bobby Schmurda. Mm. And like that's why like this conversation got talked about. <clears throat> but whatever. Not the point. But yeah. So we were talking about NFL and competitors to the NFL. It's when XFL got brought up, and here we are today. So the roster count for the XFL is going to be 45 players compared to, I think it's 52, 53 no for the NFL. So. I mean, I, I, I know it's 51 through 54 in there for the NFL. And the roster Great. for the XFL is going to be 45 players. Not really sure how that affects everything. Obviously less players. I understand that. Now... Will, this was also a frequently asked question on the XFL website, which makes me fucking laugh because the question is, will the XFL players be tested for drugs? Now, I'll let the audience decide. What do you guys think? Will the XFL players be distressed? I mean, I feel like you wouldn't be bringing it up (laughs) if the answer was absolutely, but then I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. My initial thought, when I first clicked on the question, I was like, I don't think they would be because like they're trying to attract this audience that is is the rougher edge. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah more. I don't know, jagged. I don't know. You know the yeah, word just for it. Like, you know, like, like a rebellion. Like, let's like, play football. Let's just play. That's what like, it is, how you, you get know? the job done doesn't matter. To exactly. Me, yeah, that is incorrect. They will. Be drug tested, right. and they will not allow any players with criminal records into the XFL. Well, I think that that's uh, again a product of our society adapting and evolving, right? It's like sure. domestic abuse is like one of the biggest issues in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they don't want to take on that, right. and right, 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 so yeah, you're gone, dude. Which is the fair, fuck out of here, it, bro. It, it, it did kind of surprise me though, because the but the the concept of the XFL being so savage, right? Not accepting yeah. drug, not accepting people that smoke weed. Like I know, you know, it's mean? odd like, too because it's like, it's and especially legit because, legal. and I didn't think about this until just now, especially because weed is becoming so much more acceptable, right? And they're not going to accept people that drug positive for that. And I'm pretty sure that's the case. If you guys want to fact check me on that, go ahead. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments, Joe. We need a comment. 
But don't be negative, bro, because I come up here, sure. I come at you, bro. <laughs> so, okay. So, I'll move on here. Um, April 6th of 2019, which Can't was wait. three weeks ago. I mean, nope. already waited. <laughs> they had uh, their first, it's called the X-Lab. They had their first showcase. Oh, John Brinkins. Player, yeah, psych. <laughs> they, had, they had their first like player showcase, like where the uh, you know players went and showed off their talents, and coaches went and seen what they had on the field and shit like that. They also offered a job to Jeff Fisher. Do you remember Jeff Fisher in oh, the NFL? Absolutely. They offered a job to Jeff Fisher, and he coached for the Rams somewhat recently. I think so. Yeah, right before they started being good. Fucking. So I'm not sure if I think he's gonna turn it down. That's what everyone says, no, but he hasn't. You know? Jeff, I know, right? He seems like a savage. Big guy. Jeff. So the last couple things I have, I have a fuck ton of rule changes, um, which I'm gonna run through a couple that are like you know big money. Uh, stop me if you get bored, okay? Okay. So the confirmed rule changes uh, for the spring league of 2020, okay? So XFL has tested the idea of treating all passes. Behind the line of scrimmage as lateral passes, therefore allowing more than one forward pass to be thrown on a play. That seems wild as shit. I but, mean, I like but the it. line of scrimmage is the line of scrimmage. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's still like, it's still yeah, but, right there. Yeah, but I mean. You got to back up far to throw eight lateral passes. You know, I agree. Forward lateral passes. I know passes. what you're saying, but you think about if you're in the shotgun. Yeah, I mean, you throw a little slant pass. I mean, how many times... You could throw three slant passes in the See that play, you know Mm -hmm, what I mean? You chuck it to Golden Tate, and then... (laughs) Now we do what he's in the XFL. This is lit. Oh, my gosh. So this rule would also also have the intended consequence of making all players behind the line of scrimmage an eligible receiver, including the offensive line. So everyone's a receiver. And why wouldn't you want to throw it to your offensive line? You know how fast they are? Quick as shit. Exactly. Shifty. McVeigh. <laughs> so special teams, uh, fair catches will not be recognized. <laughs> but but we, we care about player safety. However, <laughs> but the kicking team must give the returner five yards of space to recover and return the ball. So I don't really know what that means because if fair catches aren't recognized, let me kill him. But I have to give him five yards, so I have to wait for him to let him. I have to be five yards away when he catches it, and then I can kill him. Hmm. Seems confusing, Steve. I agree. But I think that's what it is, right? I mean, that's what I get from it. Fair catch will not be recognized, and the kicking team must give the returner five yards of space to return the ball. So, like, I think, yeah, like, I mean, how you're reading it, I understand. I think, well, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to understand as well. Like, I just don't think fair catches existed or exist, but you have to give him five yards to catch it and start. But, like, right. after he catches it, you have five yards between the two, and then it's, it's on. It's on, baby. All right. Uh, the league has an interest in reviving kickoffs, so touchbacks will be taken to the 35-yard line to encourage players to kick the ball into play. Oh, okay, because I was like, wait, isn't that? But, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So you don't kick it through the uprights, you know what I mean, from the kickoff right, or so whatever. That you- Okay, I like 35 it. is pretty fucking far, you know? Yeah, it is funny, though, that the NFL got rid of that in the purpose of player safety, and then they reestablished that. But, okay. It yeah, was I mean, it the 35-yard line in the NFL? I, I don't remember. 20. And then they made it to 25, I think. Yeah, what do you mean? You mean it was a 25 and they made it to 20? No, vice versa. In order to keep it safe? So that... I, yeah, I don't really know. This is... On that. I think I'm right. So the point after tries is the big one for me. This shit is fucking wild and so awesome. Okay. So the extra point kick will be replaced with a scrimmage play. Okay. That's just the beginning. <laughs> I'm with you so far. Varying in point value depending on how far the touchdown scoring team chooses to take the snap from the goal line. A two-yard attempt would score a single point. Ah, I mean, come on. A five-yard attempt would score two points. Seems a ten-yard attempt would score three points. That's pretty fucking wild. I like this. I like this because you can get like a nine-point touchdown. The game. Exactly, like you can get a nine, totally changes the game. Nine points in one in one score, and it makes like it makes coaching, in my opinion, more like important in a sense because then you're like, all right, like. You know, are you going to go, like, right now, as far as, like, coaches go, it's like, okay, you just go for one. 
The only time you ever sure. go for two is if like you need two to tie it and there's like one second left. Sure. Right. Or mathematically speaking, it makes sense if they're going to get the ball right. back. Right. And but, with like 20 minutes left, you could be like, fuck, we might want to go for two because they're going to go for three. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, and there's so, like, many, yeah, so many questions. Yeah. Uh, that I, is very interesting. But there's no oh, kickers okay. besides the initial kickoff. You know what I mean? Like, which is fine. Yeah. Whatever. But like but the whole. That's what, why there's only 45 the, players, dude. There's no fucking reason for uprights anymore. None. That's true. So I don't know if they're even going to play on real fields or like not real fields, but like fake ones, fake ones, dude, set up ones, but ones that don't hit, you know what I mean? Right, right. Ones that are distinct for that. I think the real crime here is that kickers, they don't have an option to then go to the XFL. Prater, what are you doing? (laughs) Dude, the the real I'll run, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going over on time here, so I'll run through it for you. shut the fuck up. Um, all right. <laughs> Overtime, uh, well, there's so much hit. It's like, it's just like he keeps getting wilder. Overtime will be decided by a multiple round shootout of one point conversions. So through the attempts will take place at the five yard line instead of the two. Similar to a penalty kick in soccer, there will be five rounds of shootout where, where the offense can score a point by converting in the end zone while the defense can score a point by forcing a turnover in order to yeah, speed up the process. that's exciting. Both teams' offense and defense will be on the field at the appropriate zone. Once one team's offense has completed their round of shootout, which is five, the other team's offense will play their round in the opposite side of the end zone. So each team will have five runs at their own end zone at the five-yard line in right. overtime to get in. Yeah, like a, like a hockey. Or... Right, but it'd be like each team gets a point. You know, like... Right. You know, so I don't know. It's pretty fucking... Crazy to me. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's it speeds it up. Yes. It's, it's an intriguing. As a viewer, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. Which, if you give a fuck, you are like, oh shit. Right. If you don't, it's like, oh, it was cool. But like right. overall, if you're trying to speed up the game. I get that because I think in O one they had the problem of the overtimes being too long because the players sucked, and then they would right. delay no the other programs. Score. And the programs were bitch. Uh, it was actually SNL that bitched to XFL, and they said, "Yo, you guys are delaying us long as fuck." So anyway, yeah. Um, there's a couple other clock changes. I won't go through officiating changes. A new rule proposed add players who commit a foul, which is not serious enough to warrant a penalty flag, will be sent off the field for one play. What the fuck is that? What doesn't uh, yeah. You know how do you determine that? Not the point. So I'll get to the playoffs here. Uh, the playoff, each team would play 10 games per season. Uh, the playoffs being two semifinals and a championship. So only four teams make the playoffs. Yeah. Keep it short, keep it yeah. sweet. Four teams make the playoffs, which I mean, I think is good, especially for a, at least for now, a system like this. I yeah. think it's good. All right. You know, keep it short. So they're dropping it in February 2020. Hmm. And um, I don't know the name of it. But as we've probably mentioned prior, ESPN did a 30 for 30 on this. Yep. And I've watched bits and pieces of it, but it does make me want to watch it again because it is a very interesting and controversial topic that is, I don't know, I I feel like it's going to happen. You know, at least one season. We're going to see one season of it in 2020. And sadly, I'm excited for it. For sure. Just to see what it's about. So that's what I got for you. I like it. I think it's an interesting topic. It is. Especially in this society, in this age. Like, right. It's a revival like, of something that would not... If you had to ask you me, like, there's tweet. no chance this withstands the, tan- the time, whatever fuck. But, like, if it does, great, I guess. Like, right. I don't know. I just don't see it. But if that's the case, hmm. power to you. So, I like it. Well, you're talking about something uh, moving forward. And I guess mine, you know, is encompassing of different things. But... Mine's like a little, um, little old school. So, I'm going to be talking about oh. MK Ultra. What the fuck is that? Operation MK Ultra. God damn it! Yeah, no, this is great. It's 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 awesome. Uh, I I first heard about this motherfucker uh, years ago, uh, and and I just thought of it recently, and I was like, wow, I I had heard about it, but I never really done any research into it. So, let me give you a, a general idea of how this kind of comes about right sorry um, i don't even know what we're coming about of yeah is this i know explain I it i didn't or? really reveal that um 
MKUltra is a, or was a, secret site, uh, CIA project. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, okay. So, here's how it comes about. It's pretty wild how it comes about, dude. Can I ask when? Or are you going to get Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, after the Korean War, roughly... Still don't know when. 1952. <laughs> okay. So... There is a, there's these POWs, right? So these, uh, these guys are captured uh, by North Korea and they like denounce um, like the US government and they make these like claims. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> they make these claims that the government use like uh, chemical warfare and like a biological warfare in Korea. And they're like, yeah, no, bro, this ain't, this ain't true. So when they come back, like the, the government's like trying to figure out why would they would say this. U.S. government. Yeah, and they're like, they denied all of it, right? But they don't really understand why, like the all like all these captors, uh, captives are like being like, yeah, you did this, blah blah, and they're like, all right, well, first of all, we're trying to get you out, so like and you're throwing us under the yeah, bus. Yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So, like, it comes uh, kind of to a head when 21 of them refuse to come back. The POWs refuse to come back? Yes. How many POWs were there? That I don't know. It was, like, a, it was, I think it was, like, around 5,000, but I... Holy I, fuck. I, maybe I'm way off. I, I remember reading a figure. I don't have it written down. Regardless. I mean, yeah. 21 is a lot of people to conspire. So, like, at first, they're like, yo, dude, like, that didn't happen. And then 21 of them... Said like, they did. Said like no, twenty one that like are like we're not coming back. They refuse like to come back to the states, and so in like in uh, you know at the time people were like whoa, what's happening? Why wouldn't you want? Yeah. So what it becomes right, especially because now if you don't know anything about like the Cold War and uh, I don't know anything about the Cold War, <laughs> so. There is a this just drastic. I mean, the Cold War, right, is all about the Korean War, uh, everything, all the different proxy wars that are fought during the Cold War, all about fighting communism. You know that much. Sure, okay? sure, definitely. So everyone is just like scared shitless of communism, anything red, bro. So they're like Poles, especially. They do not like red. No, exactly. The America is essentially like a giant raging bull, like Robert De Niro, <laughs> and they're like. They can't really wrap their mind around why these guys would think this or, like, do this. And they also can't really wrap their mind around the fact that, like, you would, like, essentially, like, associate yourself with communism, right? Sure. North Korea no, being real. communism for during the thing. And they're just like, why? You know, like, bro, don't you like yeah, eagles and democracy? Tough. Right. No, like, yeah. All of us do. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're very confused. Okay. And what it comes to uh, essentially, like, fruition is, like... Maybe they were brainwashed. Okay. So. I mean, it seems like a movie thing, but oh, I'll ride along here. Kevin Hart, ride along. Thank you for, uh, yeah, transitioning me. So it becomes this, like, big thing in pop culture. Like, this idea of, like, brainwashing and mind control, right? So the, uh, the Manchurian Candidate is, like, the movie that is, I believe, released in 1962, it's, it's about, like, a, a, a Korean uh, soldier, a POW, who then is, like, brainwashed by, like, Mao Zedong and, like, and, and like the Chinese communists and, like... It's a Korean POW? No, no, he's an American POW, okay, but sorry. he's, like, in the communist... He's, like, in China or, like, I don't even remember if he's in whatever, but he's, like... He's brainwashed. He's, like, like, brainwashed, and then, like, he has, like, these reoccurring dreams and, like, basically, like, through... You know, kind of like Black Ops 1 shit, right? Video game, right? Where, like, he's just, like, activated, like, a sleeper cell sure, and then, sure, like, sure. can, like, do crazy stuff. So, like, this legit becomes a fear, along with everything else, like, everyone's super afraid of communism, but a fear of, like, Americans and the American government is, like... That they were brainwashed. Like, yeah. Everyone's were, brainwashed. That, like, people could, could be right. potentially brainwashed by... The communists, whether it be the Soviet Union, whether it be like you know yeah, China, wow. and what year was this? Sorry, uh, fifty-two is like what happened with the POWs, but like this is like basically throughout the late fifties and like late sixties, like probably that ten-year period there, wow. where like you know it's 
It's mass hysteria, right? Shit, yeah, I still don't want to be brainwashed. So no, I mean, I get what they're you know, coming who from. Who does? Here. So, looking back, right, the the main way that we can explain it as like different psychologists have like talked to the veterans there is they were just like wild traumatized, like that they were just tortured, like and tortured and just repeatedly played like propaganda, and they just broke them. Right to the point where like they, they they were like yeah uh, you you guys are bad like the USA is bad like you know like you know just broke them 21 down twenty one out of the however many right and and even even the ones who like who maybe didn't refuse but they were still like you know psychologically totally fragmented oh, obviously. right you're fucked you know, forever. traumatized yeah so like you know looking back they were like yo dude oh, like y- y- they're just again it's like sad. it's something whatever that's not really the point. Right. So the military is like, yo, this is like some mind control stuff. And we need to like figure out we need to get on this level of mind control. Yeah. So same. They start this top secret project, right? MK Ultra. MK fucking Ultra. They get the Ultra from Ultra during World War II was like for security reasons, like Ultra was like the, the highest, highest like of high. if something was like ultra clearance or whatever it was, so this was like MK Ultra. So it's a CIA project, okay. right? Only JFK has access to this. If yeah, he had access to this, but so <laughs> it's <laughs> totally uh, like you know, top secret. So basically, it's crazy. The CIA decides that they're gonna fund uh, and basically like put a ton of resources into figuring out how to. Uh, manipulate people and how to like like uh, harness this um, you know mind control effect do you have any knowledge of how they plan to mind control people this is oh, the yeah. USA oh yeah oh wow uh, All right. so much better so we're not even in it yet nope so the first they do a number of different things this is all documented right so the CIA basically says okay we are going to, you know, figure out how to, you know, work the human mind. So this is from a 1955... 55, M- they're trying to do mind control. Yes, 1955 MK Ultra document. Indication of the size and range of the effort, right? Uh, so all of these... Um, all these documents were made public in 1977, Freedom of Information Act, Okay. So I'll Shout just out. I'll just read you a few, right? So this basically says like here is an assortment of mind altering substances that they're going to test, that they're going to try. So to they're do. using substances on people just to see if it works. Yes, essentially, and we'll get to that. So like I'm just gonna read a few because there are 17. I'm not gonna go through all of them, but substances which increase the efficiency of uh, mentation and perception right so it just makes you like you know like more focused okay like some of them are okay yeah right right um number four is like uh materials that will promote uh intoxicating effect of alcohol so you're like all right probably just like see how the mind reacts to like people being hammered or get some people hammered you would think all right you know like still very weird but like you know whatever this one, probably my favorite in a, in a very dark way. Materials which will cause temporary slash permanent brain damage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely messed up. And some of them like um, substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men. Basically saying like we, they, yeah, can't, you know, have sex or whatever they put up. Um uh, this one says like a knockout pill, which can be, uh, so what did I say? A knockout pill. Like yeah. Chloroform? No- yeah. Yeah. Like a knockout pill that basically is administered on the low. Like that's what they said. Surreptitiously. Uh, yeah. Surreptitiously. Like basically like, which is just like, 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 yeah, not like secretively. Right. No like, shit. Uh, you can't notice it. And, right. Administered in drinks, food, cigarettes, or oh, aerosol. Wow. Which will be safe to use, provide a maximum of amnesia. And so, date rape drug. Yes, yes, like some quaalude shit, dude. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of them, and you, you can look it up. But what's this? What's this whole project called again? I'm sorry. MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. So. MK date rape drug. Yeah. No. And and so here's where it gets real messed up. Oh right? God. 
So LSD. I've heard of it. All right, is uh, was first like created in I believe Sweden, um, and so the CIA be. gets this report, and it's probably entirely bogus that the Soviet Union is trying to like buy like or get all the LSD and like you know okay. whatever dose Americans or whatever, and so the CIA goes and buys essentially like. The world supply of LSD at the time, like Ooh. in Sweden, the CIA, <laughs> they purchased all this LSD, sure. and now they're going to experiment this with, um, like humans, humans, I guess. Right. I mean, what else do you have? Yeah, N fifty five. Oh, and, and by the way, the best part about this, the only reason we know about this, or that we know as much as we do, was because of Watergate. So when Watergate, Watergate happened, scandal, baby. Yeah. So like basically after Watergate and people started paying attention to what the government was doing, they burned as many documents as no they way. Could. They destroyed as much stuff about it. So anything. we don't even know if we know no, everything. We absolutely do not know. Right. On uh, the thing that was published, there's like a, around 310 documents that are missing. gone, missing. Oh my God. So it was like, as soon as Watergate hit, they were like, let's burn oh shit, everything. People care now. Like get rid wow. of it. Yeah. So That's pretty fucking weird. Uh, the only reason there was like twenty thousand different like documents that were like saved and like in the Freedom of Information Act yeah, we had access to a PDF. But again, <laughs> like it's all you know because of like oh snap, I care now. Yeah. So could be could be forged and shit too. I mean, like could be well, so, like some things are redacted too, right? Sure, like, we right, don't have exactly. access to everything yeah, yeah. for national security purposes right. or whatever argument you want to make. Ugh. And so what they decided to do is they were going to test it on people. And basically what they did is they round up people to test, some knowingly, some unknowingly. Interesting. So what they would do is they created these fronts that would like companies that would front money to different hospitals and institutions and say like, hey, we don't have the resources to do it, but we want to work through you guys, blah, blah, blah. And they're all CIA operations. So these people like in the hospitals, they don't know. That they're working with the CIA. Really? Right. So they essentially prey on the people that can't fight back. They use people who are mentally handicapped to test who oh, are in wow. hospitals that are, yes, that use LSD on. So when they go crazy. So I have a question. I'm sorry. So yeah, the CIA yeah. is testing on it, like people mm-hmm. that are just unknowingly taking these drugs, being test subjects in the hospitals. Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm just trying to dumb it down for me. Like, yeah, that's fucking nuts. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So they their primary test subjects are mentally handicapped soldiers who are like for the good of the country, uh, sexual predators, so people who are like in prison or like that's who they want were, to test to. That's who they can test oh, to. Oh, okay. And prisoners. So so like, whatever. Keep going. So like, I think his name is like Whitey. Bulger or something like that. He was like recently in the news, but or something. I don't. I'm not even 100 sure. But he was one, and he like has written about his accounts as a. He was a crime boss, and they were like, "Hey, dude, let us test on you, and we'll reduce your sentence." And he's like, "Send a vision, yeah." And so he, some of the things he like recalls is like just insane, like like a bunch of like you know prisoners, you know, who are all like tripping on like wild amounts of lsd because like again i've never taken lsd so i don't know anything about it but uh it sounds like the smallest dose can like affect your brain extremely drastically and they were giving them doses that were way above what even like you know if somebody was like i'm gonna do lsd whatever you know right right right. very small amount to try and see if they could manipulate them now the the focus is like oh my god yeah and the focus here is like LSD because like again that's just kind of the thing I think that stuck out uh, the most. But realistically, they did a they did a bunch of stuff, right? They would sleep deprive people, like trying to try mind control them. Yeah, we're sleep, just trying to mind control. Yeah, to reiterate, yeah, that's the goal. Like the okay. the ultimate goal is like to to do a couple of things, right? It's to kind of create some sort of mind control. Um, they wanted to give people a pill that they could basically like they would be under mind control. They could get them to like assassinate people like, a, you know, like unwilling, like no conscious right. state and then wake up the next day and, and not know not what knowing, they did. Yeah. 
right? So, you know, it was about assassinations. It was about also like feeding that stuff to people like a truth serum, essentially, to, to try and figure out if we had any spies, right? To be like, hey, you know, are you working for the Russians? Which no one was, but that was a like a deep fear of everyone. Or it was like, if you got captured or if you knew something that would basically like melt your brain and make you useless. Oh my God. Yeah. And for like information and stuff. So, you know, one of the things that again, it's like insane, it's not yeah. LSD is the focus, but they sleep deprive you and right. like play like a million play just like over and over again, like the same sounds, like just on loop while like you're in like some s- like solitary. It is absolutely shit. like a horror movie plot, right? Like an anime plot, like you know, like yeah, yeah. There's like put you in solitary confinement for like you know pitch black room for right. like sixteen so you forget hours. Everything but this and video. Just this put this on loop to see if you wanted to kill the president after or whatever and stuff. Did like it? That. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. It, it did not. Right. So the, the what what in retrospect people said was like you can like traumatize someone. You can you can change the way that they behave, but you can't remove like their. Uh, their sense of Core. self, yeah. right? You can't for, like you can't make them like obey you unconsciously. Like that's not a thing. You can fuck them up and make them irrational as shit, but you can't say like, "All right, now go and jump in the lake." You know, I'd be right. like, yeah. "No, like, no, it's a giant cliff." Fuck yeah. You. So basically, wow. Yeah, they do all of these different things. There's so many like different things, and it goes like on forever. So, I mean. Again, for today's sake, I don't have time to go through everything, but the this is like kind of the one that that I think stood out to me a little bit. So at first, right, they were doing all those people that I talked about, right, like yeah. soldiers, Had, handicapped, and handicapped, and, and like that, yeah. messed up stuff. It got to the point where they were like, no one was safe. So they, what do you mean, no one is safe? Like no one in the world is safe from testing. Like they were testing on their own people in the CIA. Un, they were unknown. Like, like they didn't know that they were like, sure. like. I mean, if you were, if you did know, I think you'd get the fuck out, right? Right, right. If you didn't know, then you're just fucked. So the one, it's like, um, it's like midnight climax or something like that. Just, Is it like an operation? What do you mean? Yeah, What's yeah. I, I midnight think it, climax. That seems like everybody's gig. Yeah, this was like a. I don't know. Let me. It basically is like it's an operation, right? Yes, Operation Midnight Climax. Uh, <laughs> I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which like sounds like a porn. Sure. But like it essentially kind of is a porn. So this guy who's who was like uh, the head of narcotics. Um, sounds like a good thing to brainwash people with. Narcotics. He becomes like the head of this, uh, unbeknownst to the people he's working with, he works in the CIA. And he sets up these, like, rooms, these, like, safe houses. They hire prostitutes to lure random dudes into these safe houses. Oh, no no way. Yeah, and there's a two-way mirror. that's it. And then then they get tested. Yeah. yeah. Once they're in the house. There's a two-way mirror, and this guy sits behind the mirror with tape recorder and notes. And as they lure these random dudes in... And they like give them like a martini that's just okay. pure LSD. Oh Jesus! And then they just trip, and then they just like take notes. And then a lot of times after they also try to lure like different people who they suspected who might be Russian spies. And then once they start tripping, they'd like tie them up and like interrogate them and be like, "Well, first of all, we have you, you know, with people who are soliciting sex. So we're gonna tell your wife that you're about to hook up with some prostitutes." And two, if you don't tell us everything, then, like, we're going to continue to feed you LSD and, like, carry on your trip. Even though you know? he's not a Russian spy. No. And there's, like, and again, they're saying LSD can affect your brain in so many different ways, like any drugs. Some people, it's, like, euphoric, but some people, it's, like, paranoia to the max. Yeah. Right? So, in a couple instances, right, uh, is it starting to kind of die down. It started to become maybe, like, a little bit... Like, yeah, we, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. But number one, people who went through this, like often, like some people just went to like the, the hospital with like simple anxiety or like postpartum depression. And they were treated from the CIA with like, oh God. Yeah. 
So then like they went you're to a like, test subject. Yeah, a test subject. And then when they were like trying to reassimilate to society, they were like couldn't do it. Wow. They were just like so you know mentally unstable, yeah. like, like tripping on LSD. Yeah, or, bump into yeah. people and they'd freak out, you know, and just like you know, everyone thought they were like mentally unstable, which they were, and they couldn't get a job, etc. One particular case, the one of the guys who was a CIA worked for the CIA. They they gave it to him, unbeknownst to him, he develops like severe paranoia and schizophrenia, like from exposure to like consistent exposure to like LSD. Another dude, a CIA operative, like again was like they put it in his coffee, and he went what up a to fucking he, bunch of dicks, dude. They, went, they he went up to the tenth floor and jumped out of the building, killed himself. Oh no. Yeah. Sad. No, it's terrible, but it's like, it's, you know, I mean, like, it's just, I mean, again, there's so much information out here. Sure, that we don't even know, too. That, that, you, that you know, that you could look into about, you know, wow. MK Ultra. MK so, Ultra. Mortal Kombat Ultra. Yes. Speaking of Mortal Kombat 11 coming up. So, the, one of the, like, the pieces I was reading, and I watched, like, a short little clip on it, it was comical because... Uh, he basically, one of the guys who was like kind of doing the thing, he's like, what's funny about the seventies is like the counterculture LSD, like, you know, like, you know, the Beatles, like, right. Like Lucy in the sky with diamonds, right. Like all about LSD and like this counterculture and like anti-government in like Vietnam is like created by the CIA. Mm. Like they're the people that go to Sweden, buy up all the LSD they possibly can corner the market and then bring it to America and test it on people. And so it's just ironic in so many messed up ways that like the CIA introduced LSD to the American population. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly kind of hard to comprehend the fact that, you know, all of this fucking shit happened. You know, it's just like... It sounds... Like, everything, every... I mean, I, we've only had three episodes thus far. But, like, everything we've talked about is, like, fuck, dude, I can't believe this shit happened. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And it's like, you don't hear about it because it's either masked by other shit or covered up or, like, you know, vaguely put into the news, you know? But it's like, that's just nuts that, like, all of this shit happens and keeps happening and always will happen. But it's like you know, realistically, what's going to change? Not that much, you know, like from then, mm-hmm. what has changed? Like, and for me personally, like I am not a conspiracy guy. Like I don't, any conspiracy no, theories. neither am I. I don't buy any of that stuff. Right. You know, the whole like JFK assassination and they're like, they're like LBJ had it. And it's like, eh, <laughs> LBJ no. on James. It's like, dude, he wasn't even born yet. You're an idiot. <laughs> that boy was balling on the cat. Right. Dude. dude. He had to get buckets, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I don't believe any of that. But this is like it's documented. There's a Supreme Court case really giving the people who were like victims of it like the ability to essentially sue and get compensation. Yeah. It happened like they the Americans took this, went to Canada. It happened in Canada on like a different basis. Uh it, it they, basically it happened uh in the British, like that's insane. It's like this whole obsession around mind control and, and again the CIA you we could do a we could start a podcast called the CIA and just look into so many yeah. things that like we don't know about right and will we ever know about the chances are no yeah. and we could we could divert that pod, our podcast into you doing topics that are like you know conspiracy CIA war things and then me doing topics that are like you know XFL video game movies <laughs> things, you know. It mean? could be, you know, be a jack of all trades. What there. is this developing to be anyway? Sure, sure. So, bottom line, we really um, probably will be in the dark with a lot of things, and we won't know until Forever. it's too late, unfortunately. But uh, look into MK Ultra. There is a documentary on Netflix, um, okay. somewhat recent. Yeah, and it's called Wormwood. Um, I have not seen it, uh, but I actually I I didn't know that it was on there. I found out about it through through the, the research, research and i was like oh shoot i should uh i should give it a try so i'll check that out also look into the 30 for 30 on the xfl mm-hmm. uh do i know the name you ask no i don't but you'll be able to find it if you yeah, type in 30 for 30 super XFL, basic with so. xfl so you'll figure it out that's all i got dude
That's fucking fucked. Yeah. It's crazy the amount of conspiracies and the amount, I mean, not conspiracies, but the amount of shit that happened that you don't know about. No, it's insane. Your own government literally testing people against their will. They have no yeah, idea they're that like, they're All right, being this girl works for us. Like, hey, you know, Bob, we're going to put this in his coffee today. Like, like, good <laughs> luck. And be like, wait, Bob's my friend. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How's your coffee? <laughs> is it not? Is it not? <laughs> All right, that's it. We will see you next time on Someone Serious. Bye, baby.